the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use. (laughs) And today we got some good news that everybody can use today. We got a young man that's in here with us today, and he has shown up doing some things to help make the world a better, better place. And uh, we don't want, you know what, we don't even want to waste time. We want to go ahead and bring him on in here and get that done now. His name is uh, Burl Ford, he is an academic life and career coach out of Austin, Texas, and his business is Bridging Your Success. I mean, the guy is amazing. Let me tell you, I've been I've been introduced to him uh, from another friend of ours from uh, L.A. and uh, Los Angeles, not Lower Alabama. But anyway, uh, I just want to throw that out there to give my man any the shout out. But anyhow, okay, hey man, let's just give. Burl, a a warm, healthy, exciting, extreme Carolina welcome. And welcome to you, Burl. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. Well, man, we're glad to have you. Glad to have you. Let's just dive right into it. So you 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 you've been a uh, a life coach, uh an academic, uh, as well as a career coach, and you've been doing this for what, 30, 35 years or so? Uh, how, how long have you been doing that? I began my career in education in 1985, and I, as high schools and colleges, over that entire time period, eight years working in high school. And, that's, and in, in that time, I've had an opportunity to work in a variety of different roles, from teaching in high school to working in academic support, academic advising, residence life. Um, mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. academic coaching, multicultural affairs, and uh, veterans affairs. So I've held multiple different roles as I worked in higher education. And ah. um, i just tell you a very brief story is that. Okay, go ahead. In California, and I arrested a 17-year-old guy for stealing a car. And while we were waiting for the paddy wagon to come and pick him up, I was talking to him. I said, mm-hmm. so you're a high school dropout? He said, yeah. But I had already read him his rights and all that, so he could say whatever, if he wanted uh-huh. to say whatever he wanted to say, you know. But at any rate, just talking with him as uh, just man to man. And I said, right. you know, you could go back to, to uh, community college because in community college in California, all you have to do is be 18 years old and you qualify. You don't even have to have a high school diploma. And then you can begin to work on your life, begin to Mm -hmm. get an education, and then be able to do something with that education. And you're a bright guy. You can do this. This this was just a bonehead move that you made by doing this car 
this car theft that we just caught you at. So what are you going to tell the judge? And by the time that we had con concluded, you know, before he was sentencing him or whatever he was going to do with him. And then he said, Mr. Ford, you ain't no cop. You a coach <laughs> or a counselor or a teacher or something. Right. You ain't no cop. I wish somebody had talked to me like this a couple years ago. I wouldn't be in this mess. Really? Said that to you. I knew deep down that he was 100% right. I wasn't a cop. I was a teacher or a coach or something where I could be able to help young people and guide them in the right direction. So I quit two weeks later. And I ended up as a basketball coach in high school, and then I was also working within the schools as a teacher. You stopped. You stopped being a real poster? Yes, sir. <laughs> How long had you been a policeman? About a year. Wow. What, it, it wasn't your passion, no. huh? Not at all. <laughs> no. You know, you were one of the fortunate ones, one of the blessed ones, not just to get out of police department, but to get out of a, a field that you were not super duper passionate about and you found out you went to arrest somebody and the guy shook you mentally woke you up said man you ain't doing what you supposed to be doing you had uh, uh, in in some circles they called that a divine intervention you know you <laughs> you you got woke up to what was going on truly in your life as you just said you just said it and it wasn't long after that you quit and went into uh, uh, doing what you do now. For 33 years, Michael, I have learned something from a student every single day. That was the very, that was the very wow. first student that taught me something. And he wasn't, he wasn't even a student. Uh, uh, uh. He was a dropout. <laughs> Some guy on the street could have shot you had he had a gun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? That brings me to another question that I want to ask, uh, Burl, and that is about uh, uh, having some advice given to you. Uh, what's, was that the best advice you ever had, or can you tell us what's the best advice you've ever received? I would say that was the second best piece of advice. The first one was when I was a freshman at Adrian College in Adrian, Michigan. I was a good high school student at, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, about a three-point GPA or something mm -hmm. like that. And when I was mm -hmm. in the library, there were guys sitting around talking, and I was distracted, and I said, hey, guys, I'd appreciate it if you could leave now because I need to study to make good grades. And there was a, <laughs> there was a, a senior there would you mind if I give you a little piece of advice? And I said, absolutely. I mean, you have 90 credit hours and I have zero. You own 50% of the people you came to school here with are no longer here. And he said, well, yeah, that's, that's accurate. And the way that I got that parole was that I never worried about grades. Mm. That's my advice to you. I said, wow. that's the worst advice i have ever heard in my life that's ridiculous i'm here to make good grades that's what college is all about <laughs> no bro 
college is all about learning. You're here to learn. Relax and learn and the grace will come. Don't worry about learning it for your parents or the professor or anything else or even for the test. Just relax and learn. And when they they ask a question on the exam, and I have approached everything I've ever done in my life from that point on of what kind of, what am I going to learn today about this? I'm just going to relax, mm-hmm. breathe, and wow. learn. Great advice. Great sure advice. was. <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, man, you know, we, man, I tell you what, this time has been flying by. I mean, literally flying by. We're coming up on a break here in just a moment. But before we do, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this, bro. Now, we we we, we also like to ask, because this is sort of an educational program, and we like to find out what people have been reading. So what we're going to do is throw a little teaser out there right now. And uh, that is, we're going to go ahead and ask the question, but you're going to answer it on the other side okay. of the break. Okay, Pearl? And, and, and the question is this. <laughs> I love doing this. <laughs> Burl, what book have you read recently that had the biggest impact on you and why? The, 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 the book you've read recently that had the biggest impact on you and why? And when we come back from the break, folks, Burl's going to answer that. Tell us some real exciting book that we could just run out to Barnes & Noble or get your Kindle and order it up right away because I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. So anyway, we're going to jump off right back here, folks. we got to take a station break for our sponsors. You know, we got to keep, keep them. You know, we got to keep the doors open on this place, so we got to let the sponsor do their thing. But don't go away. We'll be right back with Mr. Burl Ford. Tar Heel basketball, Cam's Panthers, Asheville's eclectic nightlife, and the Great Smoky Mountains. It belongs to us, too, out here in extreme Carolina. Once again, here's Michael Borkman. Be sure to visit our brand new website, michaelborkman.com to access exclusive online content, including over 150 episodes of previous content for free. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Extreme Carolina. And lastly, if you don't want to miss an episode with our amazing guest, and trust me, you don't, you can now subscribe to our podcast and let the new episodes come to you automatically. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show, Extreme Carolina. And we're here today with Mr. Burl Ford. Uh, this guy's an amazing businessman. He is, uh, I mean, just been all over the place, traveled all over the place, and got all kind of education. I mean, his business acumen, you can just stack it up. I mean, it's that high. I mean, he has mentoring. He does mentoring skill advice students and we're going to get into that uh, thing that he does to give back to the students or give back to the community in just a minute but we asked a question on the other side of the break and we're going to again ask it again and today he's going to answer that for us right now and that is Burl what book have you read recently that had the biggest impact on you and why Michael that's an excellent question it was a very toughie to pick between Barack, Barack, Barack Obama's book, a, a, a Promised Land, and a book called You Are a Badass by Jen Psaki. 
by Jen Sincero. Mm-hmm. You are a badass. How to stop doubting your greatness and living an awesome life. Well, Jen Sincero has a lot of humor in her book, but it has really, more importantly, has given me tremendous has given me tremendous confidence mm-hmm. and it's, and inspired me yeah. in ways that with courage. And yeah. she suggests surrounding yourself with excellent people to assist you in areas where you may not have had the talent or the time. And the major takeaway mm-hmm. was that it is imperative that we have a positive attitude as we work towards our goals. The more positivity that you send mm-hmm. out, it's going to come back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, it's very great. great. Mm-hmm. That's so tell us the name of that book and the author, name of the book. And you the are a badass. How to Stop mm-hmm. <laughs> Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero, S-I-N-C-E-R-O. Is this woman out of Jersey no. or no. Philadelphia? Well, I believe she was from Pennsylvania someplace, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that book. That's a good book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I got a library right here, man. She wrote a book called a You're a Badass with Money not. as well. It's pretty good. Uh, if not, I'm gonna go out and get that book. I hope everybody heard that. And if not, we're gonna have it on the show notes so you Good can idea. come back and hear it later at the end. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll put that on the show notes so folks can come back and get it. Now, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. Uh, so, so, Beryl, now tell us what it is that you do to give back. Speaking of giving back, what is it that you do to give back to the community? Uh, in other words, what do you take time away from helping people do in your mentoring and coaching business? What is it that you take time to do in your everyday life? What do you do to give back? I'm working with the, the African-American Youth Harvest Foundation based out of Austin, Texas. And what I'm doing is designing a curriculum on people, right. adolescents, improve their leadership skills, their communication skills, their ability to have better relationships, and most importantly, to help their esteem. And I've also been doing some individual market uh, mentoring and some group mentoring as well. And these are with primarily with right. African-American students here in Great Austin. And the final thing that we're working on is doing some virtual tours of various different museums and other things that Austin has, Austin has to offer. For okay. example, the, we'll probably take some, uh, some of the kids on a tour of the LBJ museum, as in Lyndon Baines Johnson, former president of the United mm-hmm. States, who was right from right here in central Texas. And there's a huge museum there. And there's all, he is also yeah. a graduate of the great Texas state university in San Marcos where I worked from 2011 to 2017. Uh, and there, there's a statue of him, okay. and there's also in a gargantuan building called the LBJ Student Center that's on campus. So to let students know about one of these um, yeah. giants from the 1960s that was very pivotal in helping a lot of poor people and people of color and signed 
major legislation to help that help that happen. So I just think that we really have to educate our youth on the history. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So how did this organization come to you? How did you find out about that organization? Was it just because of Black History Month or how long? I just started it about four months ago. I had, I was, I was familiar with it about um, three, about three years ago or so. So, right. Uh, but I really wanted to jump on board with this organization because of the how it's been growing, and they've been helping more and more students every year. So, yeah. Okay. Well, sounds good, man. Well, you know, we all need to be doing something like right. that, but we don't always do it. But anyway, but anyway, hey, man, thanks for sharing that with us. And we want to try to keep it moving. Now, we also asked some other questions on... You know, we like to ask these questions of each guest because we'd like to pull the curtain back just a little bit so people can see who you are, not just a coach, not just someone that, you know, that has had all this higher education, but someone that is just a human being, you know, just like most human beings. So what is it that people find surprising about you did i go the did i go the extra wow do everything within my power to help people and do it with a smile and eat and even with a sense of humor and people are surprised at how poised that i am i think frankly that has come with age being 63 years old i've learned how to relax which is exactly the way that i approach a problem any problem with a clear head. And I think people are very surprised at how mm-hmm. extraordinarily kind I am towards others. And I'm very generous with my time and some, and sometimes with my money. Mm-hmm. So I think people are very surprised at that. <laughs> they don't normally see that. Wow. That is a great answer, man. That's a great answer. Now I, 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 I want to try to get a couple more in real quick, if I could. Uh, so tell me this, bro. What do you believe that most folks don't? I believe that I believe that when most when people are mm-hmm. supported and challenged, they can accomplish any goal from 1985 to 2002 is that team means together everyone achieves more. Ah. It sure does, man. I've seen that written somewhere before. Oh, there it is on my wall. <laughs> yeah, that that is very, very important. And uh, so you think that that, uh, matter of fact, you don't think that you know it just like I do, that, uh, that, that right there, and a lot of people don't believe it. You know, what do you believe that most folks don't? And you believe that. And you'd be surprised at the amount of people who don't. I'm reading a great book now called Big Potential by Sean Aker. And, you know, that that has helped to also germinate a lot of those thoughts and feelings because that's what he's written about due to it. And he's done extensive research on it. I'll just finish up that, that piece by saying that Thurgood Marshall did not win that case of Brown. And he had 
a mentor before that named Charles Houston, who was the most world-renowned law professor in the country. And Mm -hmm. MLK had a host of great people around him, including Bayard Rustin, his wife Coretta, Fannie Lou Hamer, Andrew Young, Mm-hmm. Ralph Abernathy, a lot of people who are working along alongside him. That's a large part of the reason mm-hmm. why I believe that. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is a great reason to believe it. Man, we're coming up on the end of this show already. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. I tell you what, though, before we before we get ready to shit, get it out of here, I got at least time for one more. Being that you're an entrepreneur. And being an entrepreneur or even a leader without a title, sometimes it's tough and exhausting at times. But along the way, some of us leaders experience trials, rough spots, you know, just sticking points and, you know, which have potentially derailed their vision. And we like to call these valley moments. Valley moments. So if you can briefly, if you can uh, share with us quickly, what's been the biggest, deepest valley moment in your life and what did you do to pull yourself up out of it? I had a a relationship that di- that dissolved. Valley, California has been the big brother that I've never had. And he has helped me immensely and always answers his phone to help me regardless of the situation. And I love his perspective and his myriad of ideas and that he's listening. And he's capable of seeing both sides of the issue. And one thing Mm -hmm. about Mike that I've always loved is that he said, when you love someone, you want what is best for them. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> that's good, man. So that was your balance. Yes. That's how you got out of it. You had a yes. Good, you had a good mentor. So in other words, it's it's almost, if you don't have a good mentor, you, you might miss out on a lot of great things in life. Do I hear, do I hear Absol- that coming out of you? Absolutely. You okay that, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Y'all heard it. <laughs> you know what, man? We have totally ran out of time, man. Let, let me let me let me ask you this, bro. Is it possible? Is it at all possible that we can have you back on another time? Because, man, I got so many more questions. I'd love to. That's ask. okay. I would love to come back. Yes, absolutely. Would you? You okay? All right. Folks, y'all heard him. We got it on tape. He said he's coming back. So, so that's what we'll do. We'll have Burrow come back. But right now, we're out of time, folks. My goodness, man, I tell you what. Ought to be a law against running out of time, especially when you're having great conversations like this. But anyway, we're going to have to shut it down. But uh, so he said he'll be back. So thank, thank you, Burrow. We appreciate you being with us thank today. You. And, uh, man, it has been our pleasure. Oh, man, thank you. We really appreciate it. Ultimately, Stream Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers like Burl here that are passionate and purpose-driven and making a difference by 
listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Well, folks, get ready. Here it comes. Drum roll. Here it is. I know you heard the drum roll. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Let me give it to you, folks. It's real short and sweet. To the point. It's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. Mm. Bill Gates. Well, folks, we are totally out of time. We don't have no more time. We want to thank everybody for joining us today. We want to thank Mr. Burl Ford for giving us this time. It's, it's, it, we really appreciate it. We're going to have him back down the road. So thank everybody. We got to get out of here. Time is over with. We really appreciate it. God bless everybody. We'll see you. Peace. We out.